Hello there. It's time for Most Things Kenobi. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Most Things Kenobi, a podcast about Obi-Wan Kenobi and all things Star Wars. I'm your host, Lauren. And I'm your host, Leanne. And this week... <laughs> You're already so excited. This week... <laughs> this week is dedicated to the one and only, the infamous... Salacious B. Crumb. <laughs> please, please tell me you know who he is, p- listeners. Because if you don't, yeah, get it together. He's wonderful. <laughs> he's hideous to look oh, yeah, at. Well, some might find him kind of. He's a little rough around the edges. Yeah, he's muppety. I suppose we should explain who this yes. is. Yes. Would you like to do the honors or should I? <laughs> sure. <laughs> well, I'll I'll say who he is because you know more about him than I do. So I'll introduce him and then introduce you can... a salacious B. Crumb to our listeners. Master Crumb is a <laughs> he was the the pet of Jabba the Hutt. For yes. those of you who don't know, he's also Hondo has one. He's a monkey lizard. Yes. But Salacious B. Crumb was particularly Jabba's pet, and you see him in Return of the Jedi. He's the little, like, gremlin <laughs> that yes. sits at his... <laughs> if Jabba had feet where his feet would be, like, he's sitting next to Leia on the throne. Yeah, he curls in, like, his fat rolls. Yeah. Ew. I know. <laughs> Why would you want to sit there? It was there? probably warm know. there. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> Ew. Like a you're probably you're right, but that's horrifying. <laughs> that is terrible. Well, Salacious B. Crumb is his species is a Kowakian monkey lizard. So it's an actual species in the, the world of Star Wars in the galaxy. And mm-hmm. I, we're gonna go over some facts about monkey lizards. Yes, please ed- educate me. For those who may not know, there is more than meets the eye when it comes to these little guys. And and gals, they are they're, they're from Kowak, yes. which makes sense. Kowakian. <laughs> I don't know anything about Kowak though. I didn't even know that was a planet. Totally. Um, their hair color is reddish brown. Their eyes are yellow. Like you said, they have fur around the neck and kind of oddly shaped weird beak. I remember. Salacious having like a little bit of a belly. Yeah. Like yeah. a little paunch. He's like skinny fat. You know, like. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you know. That's so accurate. Total skinny fat. And I think they're only like two feet tall, too. They're, yeah. So they're not very big. They and can that would stand explain. on your shoulder and be kind of like yes. a parrot. Yeah, because like Hondo. Yes. Hondo Onaka has his that crawls all over his head and all over his shoulders and peeks out from behind his hair and all this stuff. And that's that's basically what Salacious B. Crumb is all about. But he did it to Jabba yes. the Hutt. And as everyone knows, Jabba the Hutt, pretty famous. The most mm-hmm. famous hut. The big, you know... Slug. Human. Slug. I guess he's not a human. He, w- I guess they originally meant for Jabba to be a human who had, like, 
skin disease that turned Ew. him into a hut. But now the huts are like a thing. So, yeah. Yeah, the huts are a thing. And, and Leia killed him. So That's get it, right. girl. The hut slayer. <laughs> the hut slayer. How did Salacious get his name? There's a story behind it. Oh, the like the Star Wars behind the scenes story that I, yeah, 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 I do know yeah, that yeah. I can tell you that that is um, so the production crew had invented just this like little puppet. He wasn't anything. He, he was just basically a side attraction. <laughs> and uh, George Lucas told the production team, I need you to come up with a name for him. Probably because he wanted to, like, create merch or something, like merchandise. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Well, they name everything in Star Wars, it seems. Right. Everything. (laughs) (laughs) So the guys went out to lunch and had, like, a couple pitchers of beer and could not come up with a name. They were really struggling to, like, come up with a good name for this puppet. And they were getting... Can you picture this, though? (laughs) Can you picture this moment of trying to come up with a name for this... (laughs) minuscule creature who has like four lines and they're all laughing and this is your day of work right your day is to go and name a puppet (laughs) um so they were getting up to leave and they were you know a little bit drunk because they've been drinking so much beer and the guy uh, one of the crew was like hold on a second i gotta tie my shoelaces and like slurred his sentence together (laughs) and everyone was like "Ooh, that's a good name so they went back and they told George Lucas, like, what about shoelaces? And George Lucas was like, no. <laughs> Absolutely not. Not shoelaces. I hate it. <laughs> so he he rejected it. And then George Lucas came back later and took the idea and changed it to salacious, be crumb. And, of course, it's the rest is history. Does anyone know what the B stands for? Or is it a mystery? I th- I would prefer it to remain a mystery because I think it adds a coolness factor to our little our little yeah. dude. <laughs> <laughs> or like in The Simpsons, Homer J. Simpson just stands for J. Yeah, yeah. There you go. <laughs> his his initials is just for the J A Y J. So it's no different. <laughs> Did you know that Salacious has a cousin? No. Gibberish crumb. <laughs> I'm not lying. <laughs> it's in Wikipedia. Who comes up with I this don't know. shit? Seriously. <laughs> I want to meet Gibberish Crumb. Anyway, <laughs> the origin story of how Salacious came into Jabba the Hutt's presence may not be known to many people, but mm-hmm. he has a backstory, believe it or not. Yeah, I never knew anything about this, this creature, so I'm very excited yeah, to hear. Yeah, we all know him as like... The little creature that just snickers and laughs at everyone who comes into Jabba's palace in Return of the Jedi. Yeah. And, like, the legend lives on (laughs) just from that. I mean, you know. But he has a backstory, and the backstory is he found his way to the Quen space station, and while he was there, he annoyed everybody. He's highly intelligent. They usually travel in packs. These monkey lizards usually travel in packs because they're, like, two feet tall, and so safety in numbers when you're that small so they don't get eaten and stuff. Yeah, makes sense. He kind of went on his own, ended up on a space station. He annoyed everyone so much (laughs) on the space station that they tried to exterminate him. He fled onto a ship that was there, and the ship belonged to Jabba the Hutt. So that's how he wound up in Jabba's presence. Oh, The thing about monkey lizards is 
monkey lizards, you, the laugh that we all know that Salacious has, like his, his absolutely iconic laugh. Yes. <laughs> it's a way that their breed scares off predators because it's kind of demonic in a way. That makes sense. Like, it's so, like, and their eyes focus on them, and they, hey, you know, they do that laugh, <laughs> and it, like, scares off people, right? Yeah. It's shrill. It's annoying. It's too much coming from something so small. And turns out, Jabba the Hutt found it actually amusing and enjoyed his laugh and said, all right, you can stay, but here's the deal. You got to make me laugh once a day if you don't want to get eaten. So he just had to make Jabba laugh every day once. At least once, yes. Okay. So. <laughs> or he'd so, get eaten. Or you get eaten because, you know, Jabba ate that shit. He Gross. ate those frogs out of the thing and he ate the little, you know, something would annoy him. He'd just shove it down his gullet. Ugh. He's t- <laughs> yeah, gullet. That's so funny. Okay. So... But we we never get like subtitles for no. salacious crumbs, so we don't ever know what he's actually saying. Do, no, are there any insight on what he said to make Jabba laugh? I haven't been able to find any. What is said online about him is that he sneered and laughed and made fun of the other people in Jabba's court. You know, the other people he kept around, the prisoners. Mm-hmm. He would imitate people that came into the palace, and, you know, Jabba totally loved that. Uh, you know, because Jabba's terrible. <laughs> That's so funny. I love that he, like, basically, he's, so, he's a court jester of sorts. He is the court jester, yes. And it kind of makes sense because he's, okay, you take, Jabba's like the massive version of Salacious B. Crumb. Yeah. Jabba's always laughing. You know how he does that? (laughs) That lazy, fat laugh that he has. (laughs) You know, and he doesn't, he's ugly. Yeah. I mean, Jabba's Palace is kind of the place for the, what is it, the hairy and unwanted dregs of of the galaxy. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. I even read that Salacious almost got eaten by Jabba once, but he got away because he's really quick-witted and real fast on his feet, and that amused Jabba even more. He was like, oh, 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 wow, he beat me. I like this guy, you know? (laughs) (laughs) So it's an unlikely pairing. Uh Uh-huh. And then um, there is a quote on Wikipedia from Salacious himself. Oh, really? Yes. Salacious Crumb, describing his employment, he says, quote... All day, every day, Hut say, crumb, salacious crumb. He say, salacious crumb, make me laugh now or I eat you. End quote. (laughs) (laughs) So, there you have it. (laughs) Oh my god, that's hilarious. Poor little salacious. I know. So he sits around and his job is to to make fun of people in job kind of a shitty life actually i know he stays inside but at least he's safe everybody else wanted to get rid of him and he doesn't really have a tribe of other lizard monkeys yeah like where is he gonna go but now he's stuck forever with a giant slug yes he dies on the barge right when on java's sailing barge yeah 
Yep, that's when he they all go kaboom. Meets his untimely end. He was released. <laughs> Salacious go kaboom. Yeah. <laughs> he was released of his jester duties. <laughs> what do you think he said when Luke walked into the palace? I don't know. Pussy. <laughs> no, don't leave. Nice robe, motherfucker. Yeah, I like your dress. <laughs> I felt mean even saying that. I love Luke. I know. We love Luke in this house. Yes. Oh. I'm sure it was something about like how this child thinks he's a Jedi. You know, he kind of does does that mocking laugh as soon as he walks in. Yeah. Like you think you're going to get away with anything in here? Because he stands, Luke comes in and stands right on top of that grate that opens up down into the Rancor pit. He knows like... Oh yeah, you can big head. You're still gonna you're gonna fall right to your death. It's good. Don't move. I'm sure that was a real fun moment for Salacious when he got to watch from the safety of Jabba's folds. He got to watch whatever went on in the the, the Rancor pit, <laughs> where yeah, everyone died. Basically, he had front row seat to yeah. mayhem. <laughs> I can't. Do you think he ever made fun of Boba Fett? Because yeah. we all know Boba's wound real tight. <laughs> Boba wouldn't say anything. He would probably just kill him if he knew that he wasn't so close to to Jabba, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, he probably just was like, what's with the mask? <laughs> Take the mask off every now and then, why don't you? Why so serious? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Well, I guess he's not going to be there anymore in Book of Boba Fett. No. Bib Fortuna is still there. The guy with yes. the long Oh, gross. yes. Oh, yes. But, yeah. uh. Yeah. That yeah. guy's still there. And he looked really gross in the preview. Oh, <laughs> terrible. Gowana Wonga. I will talk to Jabba now. <laughs> <laughs> that whole palace is a cesspool. Yeah, I bet it smelled smelled. terrible. Exactly. (laughs) I love that that's that's what we both are like, God, I bet it smelled. No, it smelled like musty old barnyard hay, wet hay. Yeah. Nasty. Sticky floors from booze and like Gooey stuff. Unidentified gooey stuff. Yeah, I was going to say, what did you say before? Unidentified liquid? Yes. (laughs) Nasty. Is a yeah, shit dripping out of gross. Jabba's mouth. Anyway, we're going to gross everyone listening. Oh. But. Poor Leia. God, she had to be like. Yeah, she had ugh. to be all. Ugh. No wonder. Mm. Kill him again for all of us. Hut Slayer. <laughs> yeah. What a title. That's what right. a badass. Anyway. Did you know another fun monkey lizard fact? That they are capable <laughs> of holding and using weapons like blasters? I did because there's a scene, a shot in the Clone Wars where a monkey lizard, and I can't remember what else it's, fi- there's a knife fight. They're having a knife fight. A knife fight? And, the, and Dave Filoni said the only reason yes. they got away with it is because they were like non-sentient animals doing it. If it had been any kind of like sentient human True. or humanoid, they would never yeah, have yeah, gotten yeah. away with yeah. it. Yeah. 
I can't remember that, but I, now I want to see oh, it. Yeah. <laughs> it's in... Oh my god, I can't remember if I think it's in the Zygerian arc. But maybe it's Oh in really? Hanna's I would know this. Tempo. Yeah. I just rewatched that arc the other night Isn't and it great and terrible. It was fucking delightful. I, I never get tired of seeing it. But it is really depressing. I can't find this episode, but I'm pretty sure well, I mean Hondo's monkey lizard has fired a blaster. He even like remember he drove the tank. Oh, in the episode I where they're protecting the bounty hunters. They can drive, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they're, like, protecting the farmers with the bounty hunters, and the, the monkey lizard is, like, firing a cannon right at I guess if they're, Anakin's head. I guess if they're weird little... They have, like, three toes, and they're very long. I guess they could reach the pedals of something, you know? Yeah. I guess it makes sense. It's somewhere between a lizard and a bird. <laughs> So didn't you have a monkey lizard sit on your shoulder once? Yes, at San Diego Comic-Con 2019, waiting in that horrible Marvel line for the Hall H for Marvel (laughs) Phase 4. It was worth every moment, every second. But everyone there made it worthwhile. And someone had a salacious bee crumb that would be posable, and he put him on his shoulder and kept him there. And every time I would look (laughs) over, Salacious was posed in a different manner. His arms were up, his arms were down, his head was turned, his head, he was wearing a hat, he wasn't wearing a hat. (laughs) At one point he was wearing the wristbands for Hall H that we got like from previous days. And so his arm was up with like the wristbands Mm -hmm. on. And I said, finally I said, I, can I put him on my shoulder? (laughs) And so, I got to have Salacious Bee Crumb sit on my shoulder for like 10 minutes. And like, it was cute. It was That's super awesome. cute. But it was weirdly squishy, mm. but it feels kind of like it's movable a little bit. Mm-hmm. So it feels kind of like real flesh. It's weird. But he had like poseable arms and legs and stuff. And Did the guy make him himself or did he buy it somewhere? No, I'm pretty sure he bought it because I've seen others. See, I don't, I didn't, if I asked him where he got it or why he had it, I don't remember why. But every time I looked over that thing was posed in a different way. And I was like, this guy has a great sense of humor because we've been standing out here for 24 plus hours. <laughs> God, yeah. I don't know how you guys did that. That's this brutal. It's brutal. But we got front row for the Marvel Phase 4 panel. And I was literally, I don't know, some odd number of yards away from Sebastian Stan in the flesh. <laughs> It was worth it. I ruined my right hip and my right leg from standing so much, but it was worth it. Oh my god, yeah. I know without you I would never be front row to anything. You you guys get up so early and you power in. Yeah, it's a lot of work, a lot of preparation, a lot of coordination, a lot of befriending yeah. strangers, which they were all amazing. That's yes. Anytime I've like sat in a line at a con and chatted with people, they're just so nice. You well, you know, you automatically know you've got something in common. Mm-hmm. So it's yeah, it's it's and really great. Like the the guy that was in our group, we had about thirty five people in our group. No joke, because we all had to take turns waiting in line and holding spots for two to three hours at a time, so then other people could go and enjoy the con. Mm-hmm. It was just fun to see salacious crumb. Sitting on the shoulder, posed in a different manner every time I looked over. So I do have a picture of myself with 
the infamous salacious B. Crumb, which we could probably post on our, nice. on our social medias after Very this episode. Nice. <laughs> salacious is cute in that weird like you know the hairless dogs yes it, you know the hairless yeah. dogs yeah. <laughs> they're cute and you kind of have a little bit of pity for them and you hope they're all right and they're well cared for that's how i kind of feel about salacious crumb well now i know what to get you for christmas <laughs> a hairless dog or salacious bee crumb <laughs> how about both oh my, i'll pass i already have a cat he's He's enough of a handful. Well, Matt Matt Lanter voices the other Kowakian monkey lizards, or I guess all of them in yeah. Clone Wars. I guess that's him doing it, which is hilarious. Hilarious. It makes me love him so much because he can be like Anakin, the hero, you know, deep yes, voice, that very full like voice. Com- yes. Yeah, and then like turns around and does these like me 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 sound effects, and I just love Matt Lanter for that. Well, I don't know that it was just the jokes that kept Salacious safe. I think that was the main thing because Jabba liked entertainment. I mean, he literally just sat there and wanted to be entertained Mm -hmm. by dancers, by, you know, people dying in the Rancor pit, you know, and then a joke a day, at least, from old Salacious. But think about (laughs) all the things that Salacious knows, right? Oh, yeah. He's seen... All the trade deals, all the bad trade deals, the people who stole from Jabba, um, the promises that were made, Han Solo, you Mm -hmm. know. um, Yeah. And, you know, probably another reason why Jabba kept him closest so that he didn't run out to another space station and rat on all the the tea from Jabba's palace, you know. Just every day working around or with Jabba would have been could have been your last you just you basically are living on his whim whatever he decides he wants or doesn't want anymore he could just change his mind right now and you're dead <laughs> he's extremely impulsive yeah and it seems like it was based on boredom <laughs> yeah power Money. and boredom yeah <laughs> yeah what a life what a life <laughs> but for Salacious, at least he wasn't being hunted. Yeah. He seemed to be good at his job. I mean, once he was in pa- the palace, he never left, so... And he, he, must have he didn't care like. that everybody hated him except Jabba. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which was probably what everyone in that palace thought. I don't care if anyone else in here likes me. I just need the fat man to like me so I don't die. Like, yeah, you know. And yeah. then Luke comes in and fucks everything up. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Our hero. <laughs> Our hero. And and Leia. We must not forget Leia. Yes. What do you suppose Salacious joked about Leia? Better not have joked about anything or I'll beat his ass. Hey, get, yes, yes, yes. Yes. I don't know. Maybe that she was like just way too uptight. <laughs> yeah, laugh a little. Yeah. She doesn't laugh. What's wrong with her? You know, he probably said... You know. Yeah, like, why so serious again? But also, I'm kind of like Leia in that sense. I'm considered, like, super uptight by some people, so. Really? I, uh, Not me. <laughs> you don't think I'm uptight? Well, God no. bless you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I am compared to a lot of people. I think Jabba but... would think you're uptight. 
Oh, that's yeah. okay. Very. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> oh yeah, I was gonna say I was gonna say that I bet he saw Vader, because in the comics Vader goes to Jabba's palace. He goes there uh, when he's trying to figure out who Luke is. So he went back to Tatooine. He did. Yeah, not for very long. <laughs> I'm disappointed. Vader. <laughs> I think I knew this, but deep down, I just had this like, yeah, I have to place. look. I'm out, you know, that just seems so much better. I mean, he hated being there, but he even, I remember there's a scene in the comic and I can't remember which one it is right now, but he goes on Jabba's sailing barge. Like he goes to the palace and then Jabba says that he wants to see something die after making a good business arrangement. So they go out and watch, like, Banthas die. It's really sad. <laughs> it is sad. These Banthas totally are just... They're just so disposable in the in the world of... Yeah. I, save the Bantha. Damn. <laughs> Make a t-shirt. Save yeah, the Banthas. Bantha strong. Save the Banthas. <laughs> Bantha strong. Damn it. Oh, my God. I love Seriously, that. Seriously, I'm on their side. Yeah. Poor Banthas. Well, I wonder if uh, Salacious B. Crumb said anything about Vader. Did he know better? I was going to say, well, would Vader have even known what he was saying? Like, what would he have mocked Vader with? Take a look at this guy. <laughs> <laughs> or a nice scuba tank. <laughs> Where's the water? <laughs> I don't know. Have you ever seen when Conan O'Brien's Triumph the Insult Dog went to <gasps> like a Star Wars thing and he went up to a guy dressed as Darth Vader and said, which one of these buttons on your chest calls your mom to come pick you up? Yes. Yes. You just nailed it. You just nailed it. Triumph the Insult Dog yeah. is... The modern day salacious crumb. Yes. <laughs> Did you lose your virginity in that black suit or no? Like, <laughs> yeah, which one of these buttons calls oh your God. mom to pick you up? <laughs> I love I Triumph. I, I love Triumph. That was like 2000. 1998. It's old school. It's, it's like real old, school old but it, that shit is legendary. Go on YouTube, so look funny. it up if you haven't seen it. It's Triumph the Insult Dog. It's right? probably like Comedy really dog. offensive now because everybody's offended by everything. That's true. So it's probably like really inappropriate, but it was funny. But it's, it's yes, yeah. It's in the humor of uh, Conan O'Brien at the time, which is yeah, it's insult humor. Yeah, it is. Which is. Insult humor kept Salacious alive at Jabba's hut. Exactly. That and that crazy ass laugh. <laughs> Turning it over to you guys. The obvious question for our listeners this week is... <laughs> What do you think were the jokes that Salacious B. Crumb told in Jabba's palace to Jabba once a day? <laughs> do you think it was just leering and snickering and and uh, <laughs> simple insult humor? Or do you think he had pointed insults thrown at very 
specific individuals. I, we must know. And we are not a rated G podcast, so you can tell us what you really exactly. think. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's your task. Let us know. <laughs> Next week, I'm very excited. I'm very excited. I'm very excited. (laughs) It's going to be good. We are going to break down and discuss in detail the Reiko Hardeen arc from The Clone Wars. And there's a lot to it. (laughs) We're talking Obi-Wan. We're talking Ahsoka and Anakin. We're talking Palpatine. Mm -hmm. And we're talking (laughs) Obi-Wan. Yes, and mostly (laughs) Obi-Wan. And it's it's a lot. There, are, it's a four part arc, and there's so many layers to every single episode. So it's going to be pretty fun to to dive into that. And it's it's pivotal. Shit that goes down in this arc is absolutely pivotal to what ends up happening in Revenge of the Sith, and then yes. onward. Yes, it impacts all characters. It changes mm-hmm. all of their paths. I think. Yeah, it's going to be fun to delve into this one. Last week, we asked our listeners, what was your favorite Sam Witwer role other than any of his Star Wars roles, mainly Darth Maul? And one of our absolute favorite listeners, supporters, and friend to the Most Things Kenobi podcast, Rural Farm Boy, says, my favorite character Sam's portrayed aside of Star Wars is Lieutenant Alex Crashdown Quattararo in Battlestar Galactica. And following up to that is Christy McCarter, PhD, who says, for real, just started Battlestar Galactica and was delighted to see him show up. Had no idea. So see, Sam Whitworth's talent extends beyond Star Wars, and many people appreciate him and his various other roles, and we're so glad to have others chime in and tell us what they love about Sam. Thank you so much for joining us here on the Most Things Kenobi podcast. Remember to follow us on Tumblr, Twitter, and Instagram, and don't forget to subscribe on your favorite podcast player. Plus, you can always find us over at mostthingskenobi.com. So until next time, my space twin, may the force be with you. Always. <laughs> <laughs>